All right, so welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast, where when a MacGuffin isn't working as expected, inevitably, someone will suggest eating it. Egg MacGuffin. Very tasty. Yeah. Just for the record, when Iacus had that, that baby basilisk, was it an egg MacGuffin? <laughs> I think that's going to be the episode title right there. R.I.P. Egbert. <laughs> you don't know. He could be just fine. We'll R.I.P. Floating Stoat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that like I mean, we've probably. never been there. <laughs> yeah, we were. Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were never near the floating stoat. <laughs> we didn't floating really, what? We didn't release this pissed off fairy. The boat stoat? I, I, I really, at some point, I wanted to find a way to give that fairy, like, a Rambo bandana. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys come back, it's just this freedom fighting <laughs> fairy this freedom fighting fairy triple f if you will <laughs> all right it's not triple d's nope nope not gonna make the joke i was gonna make not not with not with stephanie taking a sip and being this close to me yeah, i had to stop and hold that for a minute i saw that out of the corner of my eye realized i'm in, in direct line of sight so uh let's see what happened last time Back pain. Hey, I can, I got water now. I can do water stuff. Are you, are you sure about that? I mean, that's what I think. I don't know any better. Childhood <laughs> <laughs> sugar in Vegas. <laughs> so, we uh, had rescued Silent and managed to reunite with Brave and Shannara, but we were still trying to figure out how to get out of this place, out of this cave. So we went to sleep in the middle of the night it started getting really hot and then all of a sudden started glowing and, and then not in fun ways not in fun ways yeah and then uh, all these all these uh, humans came in <laughs> through the caved-in entrance and they looked to be Esonians who were here with Erethus, uh that that thousand or so years ago and uh, we he had a point to make yeah he kissed yeah. her yeah, and he's dead with his knife. Yeah, and uh, we I mean, uh, both mouth and knife. We ended up uh, having to fight against them as we as we were assuming the roles of the original four inheritors, uh, fighting alongside Erethus as he basically betrayed his party in order to that in order to uh, use them to seal away Kemet. Wait, so I'm an inheritor now? I'm going to get tattoos? No. Tattoos on a fox doesn't look very good. No. I think we were just temporarily filling the role so that we could see it from their perspective. Um, Joke's on you. You can get tattoos anyway. I mean... I mean, we have a tattooed cow. (laughs) (laughs) And jewelry on the cow. During that fight, uh, these guys murdered quite a few people. And Erethus eventually took his spear and threw it through his significant other, Livia. And, he penetrated her. And <laughs> pinned, her to a, pinned her to a wall. And that's where we'll pick up, actually, is her laying, or rather her being pinned to the wall. Blood leaking out of her <clears throat> mouth, nose, and ears. As... The four of you are still standing there watching Erethus. He walks over to where one of these these dead bodies is, and he puts his hand on it. And when he draws it up, it's got this um, 
we'll say, sort of white and golden energy around it. And he reaches into one of his bags and pulls out just a giant uncut block of onyx. And as he pushes that energy into the statue, little pieces of it chip off. And then he walks over to the next body, does the same. The next body does the same, repeats this all the way until he gets to Libya. Uh, at which point he, you know, reaches under her, her hair and tilts her chin up. She's still alive. And he puts his hand on her forehead and draws out this energy from her. And when he does, she just lets out one final, final gasp of breath and then goes limp. And he touches that to the, the statue. He holds out his hand and that spear just completely disappears from her. And she falls to the floor and reappears in his hand. At which point he sheathes it. Suna, you are watching this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And... Don't kiss her, don't kiss her, don't kiss her. Just like when you stood up from from the ground when this all first started happening, you feel a very strong compulsion, and you hear yourself saying in, in both your voice and in a slightly different voice, did it have to be so violent? I could have just drowned them where they stood, at which point Erethus keeps doing what he's doing, and he looks over at you and nods, and says, well, the magic necessary is very similar to what powers a phylactery for a lich. Unfortunately, it has to be formed out of the uh, betrayal and death of something I hold very dear. Unfortunately for Livia and my brothers, that love is what I'm willing to sacrifice. Even if they hate me in the afterlife, I'll know that I'm doing the right thing here and now. He reaches into one of his pockets and pulls out a rag and starts starts uh, wiping this uh, figure in his hands off. And it looks very, very similar to the statue that's currently in Ardith's bag. And he goes, hmm, not quite finished yet, I think. He puts his hand over his own chest and it starts glowing with this, this gold energy. And he pulls it out and holds it up, and whenever he does, very similar to the way that your own auras glowed when the drow was examining you, it starts developing these spots. Primarily it's golden, but then it starts getting these little red and purple tinges in it that look like open wounds. And he kind of grimaces at it, touches it to the statue, and some more onyx falls off of it and it is now exactly the way the way that it looks as far as you guys have seen there is a, a tiny little shield and and spear on it Ardith, very similarly to suna you you feel compelled to say where did you learn these magics Aretha shrugs and says, I won't go into the specifics, but I made a deal with someone who recognizes how much of a threat Kim it is. What would happen if we left him unchecked? Our friend was more than willing to assist us, and 
all things considering, the price he asked was fairly reasonable. And when he holds the statue out, it starts glowing a little bit with all these, these energies in it. And he goes, all that's waiting is for you. Iocus, you feel your hand, reach up and touch it, and it starts glowing green. Galdrian, the same, starts glowing yellow. Suna, the same, it starts glowing blue. Uh, Ardith, you go to touch it, and you pull your hand back, and you ask, what what price? Arathus starts to shrug again and start to say something, and when he does, his eyes just turn black, very similar to a tiefling's. And this voice that is definitely not his says, I've ensured that you'll all survive this ordeal on my honor. Your legacies will live on long into the future, and you will see your people flourish and prosper. You have my guarantee. My price is simply the service of one of your descendants. They'll have a meek, mild, happy, otherwise unremarkable life until I gift them with a small task to complete. Then Ardeth asks again, and when the task is complete, and Arathus, in that same voice, gives you a nod and says, when the deed is done, they can go about their lives as they will and are able. Ardeth very hesitantly puts her hand on the statue, and it starts glowing white and gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And when the white light fades away, there are four additional bodies on the floor. There is a man who looks very similar to Silen, a woman who looks very similar to Talia, a woman who looks very similar to Mardiana, and for you two, a man who looks very similar to Wolf Swift. They are on the floor unconscious. Um, Erethus has his hand still on the statue, and he turns it around so that it's facing him, and he says, I command you to look at me. And on the shield, a little blazing red eyeball opens up. He looks at the group on the ground and says, I'm sorry, but this was necessary. I hope you forgive me. As he goes to walk out, he stops, turns around, looks at Livia, walks back over to her, and just kind of sets her up so that she's sitting against the wall and fusses with her armor and her hair for a second and brushes it out of her face. He looks at her, kisses her on top of the head, and says, I'm sure I'll be joining you before nightfall, but... And he grabs her sword, says, I'll make sure to drive this through his damn heart before I do. Look down on me fondly. And then he holds it up and uh, sheathes it on his back. You guys see him walk away through a solid rock wall, and you are once again in control of your faculties. That was uh, unpleasant. <clears throat> fucking asshole. Which one? So, uh, <laughs> now you all know what, uh, what price Erethus had to pay in order to seal away Kemet all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we know who his patron is now. Have some idea? Oh, yes. Well, don't say the name, please. I ain't going to. Shannara gives a big stretch, wakes up, <laughs> looks around. <laughs> Missed all this. Are there still four Did bodies I miss something? on the floor? No. 
Okay. She says, did I miss something? Oh, just... Sex stuff? So, the inheritors have to die for that to work? Did they die? Yeah. So, the boy back there is gonna die? So you just healed him for nothing? Well, I'd like to find a different solution if possible, but I think we still need them. I mean... Have I ever seen or heard of, with the druids talk of any type of magic like that? Using... Um, the druids... <clears throat> so, magic like what? The, that would require the four elementals' death? So, I mean, would I kind of know that it was bad magic, or...? So there are certainly sacrificial magics, which I suppose you could... You could take the stance that killing is a morally bad thing. No. But, <laughs> you know, as far as... Like, there are spells that require specific elements to work, okay. so it's not outside the realm of possibility. Okay. But still, that's got to be some powerful magic to need all four elementals. Well, it is very powerful. Uh, this is the Wormheart Seal. I wrote an opera about it, and it's completely gone now. So, while I don't remember, I don't actually know I have draconic knowledge. Um, seeing this, does anything, could Iacus remember having known anything about magics to seal away dragons. No. So as far as Iacus and the rest of the world is concerned, uh, something happened one day, because Kimmet, instead of basing his dragon flight in the mm -hmm. center of the world, he based out of the volcano that was this mountain. That'd be using the forgotten draconic life. Correct. Of course. And uh, just one day, this mountain exploded, and then, very, very shortly afterwards, emissaries of the other three dragons started going to world leaders, talking to them about ways, now that Kemet was dead, here are some ways to keep him sealed away. Uh, and the one that eventually prevailed is called the Treaty of the Meek. So, Just all this about sealing might have jogged something loose. Mm. Now, as far as you know... Like, dragons can hibernate, mm -hmm. but typically, once they get aggressive towards something, they either win or they die. So there's really no way of getting them off their path. Shannara looks at Galdrian, sniffs the air, and goes, I don't think it was sex stuff. <laughs> That's good, because what would me and I just be doing? I don't judge. Yeah, no. No. You say that. Well, no. I'm I'm legally obligated to judge you. Yes, yeah, you are. Since you're not going to tell me what I missed, did you at least decide how to get out of here? Yes. We did? I I mean, I have an idea, but, you know, whether or not it'll work, that's a whole nother thing. So, my idea was to use my ritual casting. Mm-hmm. And do s collapse some of the stuff to kind of make a rock where they can climb up the rocks to the hole. That's gonna be a lot of rocks. I mean, can make the hole bigger and just kind of 
So, no. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So expend me a daily spell slot. Okay. Would you like any of these guys to assist you with this? Okay. Can you maybe help me? I guess. Sure. What do you need me to do? I'm gonna try to collapse around the hole to make it a kind of a climb up out, like a stair type thing. Okay. She's going to turn the Audi into an innie. <laughs> is it daylight yet? So you look up, it's, the sun is probably not up yet. Let's wait a little bit. I mean, it might take a while. Okay. But let's, <laughs> let's not actually make it happen until we see light up there. Just in case we have any, you know, gnashing, horrific, dark, kind of eaty, bitey things happening. I mean, there's a cantrip that can tell you what time it is. I mean, sort of, care? Yeah. <laughs> you know basically what time it is. It's probably like five in the morning. Okay. So Suna goes around, starts looking at all the different rock walls. Iacus, go ahead and just roll me a d20 mm-hmm. and tell me if you get ten or better. Ten. <laughs> Would you like to apply a background to this? Yes. My enchanted forest guardian... Because to help in my forest and everything, I'm sure there's rivers and streams and and everything like that. And I would assume that I would have created a dam in the river and streams, or would have made myself a little. Can't do dam, dam, dam. Would have made some dams, or you know, um, created a rock wall to hide behind, or so to kind of stop some people, or um, I would have done something like that. All right. So, roll me a wisdom check. Okay. Plus your level. Plus my level. Plus two. Plus your background. Wow. I'm gonna need it. So twenty-three. We'll say slowly over the course of the next couple of hours, Suna works her magics and gradually makes you a very nice even staircase all the way around the the rim of the cavern up to the uh, the hole in the top. I'm checking on Silent the whole time, making sure that he's doing okay. He probably when the the rocks first start to shift, he opens his eyes and looks around. Um, sees you guys and just instinctually scrabbles away and then realizes you're not kobolds. Galdrian will hold out a hand to him and says, uh, uh, Silent, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Do I know you? Uh, no, you, you, you don't know me. My name is Galdrian. Uh, I'm, we, my comrades and I came here to rescue you. Uh, thank you. I don't have any money for you. Uh, there's no reward necessary. It's not about that. Then it's about these, and he points at his tattoos. That's why they wanted me. Well, uh, we wanted to make sure they didn't hit you for very long, first of all. I believe they were trying to use you to resurrect a red dragon. Yeah, I can see that. My connection with my magic is very, very weak at the moment. Right. Uh, well, we're going to be getting you out of here. I believe uh, 
I believe you uh, have some dwarven friends that you need to be get going back to, but if they could get you where they found you, they may be able to get you again, so perhaps we should figure out somewhere safer to take you. If you know somewhere, I was in the middle of my, my clan's holdings, so if you have somewhere more secure than being surrounded by a few dozen guards. Right, well, uh, being surrounded by us is a whole lot more dangerous. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, uh, have you ever been to Lost before? To where? Exactly. I don't, I don't know what that means. Exactly. Uh, no one can find you if they don't know where it is. Oh, uh, Brave, Traveler, uh, here, boy. The dog walks over to you, shakes himself, a cloud of dust poofs off of him. Right. Uh, Silen, I would like for you to meet the Traveler. He is in the form of a dog right now, but uh, that's, that's temporary. Silen looks down at him, looks at you. Do I, do I shake his hand? You can. He holds out a hand. Brave looks at him, looks at you, turns his head away. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, that that that's pretty rude. Come on, shake his hand. He's he's important. There might be more bacon in it for you later. Tail starts wagging. <laughs> holds out a paw. Simon shakes it. Shannara says, "Just for the record, I don't think we have any more bacon." The butcher owes us as much bacon as we want, if you recall. Do you, do you want to go back to Overlook? I was about to ask. That's, I, I, that's why I said there might be more bacon for him. I've never been anywhere near Overlook. Exactly. <laughs> right, well... Uh, I didn't say when he'd get the bacon. I was thinking, uh, Traveler, we might take Silen here back to Lost. Since we are already planning on going in that direction anyway to get you home, uh, do you think he would be safe there? The dog looks at Silen, looks at you, shrugs. Safer than here? Starts wagging his tail. <laughs> right. Uh, now, we do still have the matter of, uh, of other inheritors to find. We still need to find the water inheritor. Uh, let's look at that compass and see if the situation has changed a bit. Nope. Right. So, Mardiana is still in the northeast. Uh, Wolfswift is to the southeast, kind yes. of. And then the the uh, water inheritor is kind of south, east, southeast, maybe? No, just straight south. Straight south. Straight south, huh. Well... Because we're down here at this point. Where is Lost? We're at the big site here on this map. Lost is up there. Up. Lost is up to the far northeast. So we or could northwest. Yeah. We could do Lost, and then we could aim for the northeast inheritor. Well, that's Mardiana. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a do not want until we can contain her. I can get directions mixed up. So. I'm going to turn around all out of breath because, you know, I just built these stairs for everybody that Iacus was supposed to help with. 
I did help. Uh huh. Uh huh. I did all the work. No, he lift, He probably lifted you up so that you could touch some of the higher areas. <laughs> um. So why aren't we going after the water one? That's a good point. I don't know that we would be terribly far away, so it, we might want to uh, head south and then swing back around to Lost from there. Because y'all keep mentioning it might be a baby, so we might want to take the baby to, to Lost also. That's a sound plan. Silent looks up and says, you, you want to take somebody's baby? I mean, maybe. Maybe, baby. Know. To keep them safe from a murderous uh, psychopath who has already killed one of the other inheritors. And tried to kill you. Shannara says, I'm not personally okay with stealing somebody's baby, just for the record. We could convince the mother to come along. Yes. And we don't know if it's going to be a baby. It could be the next of kin inherited. I was just saying, you guys mentioned it might be a baby. Unless someone has a better idea of how the tattoos are passed on when there's no direct line of kinship. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, um... Well, how did you get yours? Woke up one day and they were there. How old were you? It was sometime last year. And how old are you now? You're like teenage? Uh, I, I just hit 16. Yeah, so... Okay, so we might have a teenager on our hands. We could even have That's a full-fledged adult. That would be nice. That would be nice. But either way, so that person probably doesn't know what's going on, so we probably want to take that person to Lost with us. So we don't want to go to Lost first, is just my suggestion. Especially since it is a great distance away. And, and Galdrian looks down at, at Brave and says, uh, Sorry, we'll have to take a little bit of a detour first, but uh, we'll get you back onto your throne. I mean, you like traveling, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the dog shrugs. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it a curse to be the traveler? So it was a curse for to beat us the first time around. I suggest we start moving, so that way we can get out of this ruins and maybe at the very least find some food. Absolutely. Also, be on the lookout because there's now thousands of kobolds across the countryside. Right. Uh, Which we had nothing to do. We were never near this kobold cave. At least there's not a giant red dragon. Can you eat them if you kill them? That's true. I mean, you can eat them. I wouldn't eat those ones. They were a little... little, uh, Stringy. Um, That's one way to put it. Genically deficient? Explody? Yes. (laughs) A little unstable. Um, Now, I think we should go ahead and head to the south. So let's get a move on. Be careful going up the stairs. In case I messed up. You mess up? I mean... Uh, really, the only problem with them is that they're... Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking like three at a clop. 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 Uh, you guys get to the to the top and Silent stretches out. He says, I've forgotten, even over a couple of days, what it's like to be up here. When you guys get up there, you can see... In several spots on the horizon, there's just smoke rising past the tall grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the tracks. In in various directions. A lot of it's coming from the north. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. And then a lot of it is coming from the far east. Oh, we know someone over there. Yeah. Maybe they went to Overlook. Dealt with the problem for us. 
she's still gonna die. You know that. Okay. Let's. Uh, she, she set my forest on fire. Yeah. Let's get a move on and head south. And Galdrian licks his fingers and and sticks them up in the air. Let's see. Ah, yes, that is. Why are you testing the wind? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Sun's rising over there. That's okay. east. So, uh, that way south, says the nomad traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively quickly, maybe within three or four hours, you get to um, where you see a town in the horizon. It looks like it's built into on top of a beach and into the waters of this massive lake that kind of stretches in all directions as far Ooh. as you can see. I will I, give Chinar the short version of the ghost pantomime on the way. As you're, uh, as you're giving her that, that ghost story, uh, which is not nearly as effective without a torch under your face, <laughs> she catches your hand. Speaking of things that you don't remember when you got them. When did you get that ring? What? And on your uh, on your hand is a gray stone ring. I have no idea. Which is kind of disturbing. When you uh, you look at the back of your hand, it's gray and it has these sort of black models on it, and. On the head, where there would normally be like a gemstone, like an engagement ring, mm-hmm. it is there is instead a fairly accurate representation of a raccoon. I mean, it's cute for a trash bandit. Uncle Moo's always had that nose ring, and you throw up a fit. But this suddenly appears, and you're okay with it. Who said I'm okay with it? Someone snuck up on me and gave me a ring. That is weird. I mean, yes, they liked it. You. you <laughs> I know you've done you've done similar things to people. Point, but usually the ring was coming with me. Well, no, like I remember that one time you got hired to put that stuff in that guy's pocket. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not entirely far fetched, I suppose. Yeah, but here's the question: Who did it? We haven't uh, been around people in days. Maybe it was on the stoat. Well, that's disturbing. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would trust anything anybody gave me there for free. <laughs> Damn it, BD. <laughs> How did you know the NPC's name? <laughs> I mean, if you're okay wearing it, I suppose. You know what? I'm going to cast Detect the Magic on it. Because that's a thing. That's a cantrip. You're a cantrip. <laughs> You're a towel. You're a towel. <laughs> well, you're a pee. Oh, we're gonna be at the very back. Yeah, it'll be the the absolute last one on the list. Not the last one. You're in trouble. Second to last one. Okay. Detect magic. You notice lingering magic and supernatural effects within a field of vision. If an effect is is concealed on purpose, GM can require a check. It is not being concealed, but it is magical. Okay. Nothing else about it worth mentioning? Other than uh, if you take it off, it has an inscription on the inside. Yeah, I mean, we would have taken it off and looked at it by yeah. now. Yeah, if you take it off, it has an inscription on the inside that says, um, 
in Elven, chaos in the midst in the midst of chaos is not funny. Chaos in the midst of order is. Someone has an interesting sense of humor. It's not exactly what I would put on a ring. And what would you put on a ring? Um, all right. So <laughs> I would have one of those neat spinning rings, but when you spun it a certain way, it uh, would actually have a little hidden compartment with a measure of potion in it. So to quote a ring with a potion in it. I mean... <laughs> I know what to get you for your next birthday. Ow! Healing potion. Nice! <laughs> What's this about rings? Nothing, Galdrin. Someone liked it, so they put a ring on it. That's why my nose has one. <laughs> right. Well, uh... Well, let's, uh... See, let's have a look at that compass. The blue one has shifted maybe a little bit, but is still in the same direction. So... Getting closer, but not closer. Yeah, we'll probably have to cross the lake in order to get there. As you approach this uh, this city, it's mostly wooden huts. Some are built on stilts, some are not. Some are actually built uh, down far enough on the beach that they have to partially flood, even when the, the tide is not high. You start seeing the majority of the people that you see here are probably just a little bit shorter than Iacus. They're fairly tall. They're very uh, broad. They have green scaly skin and large turtle and tortoise style shells. Turtle, a, lot, turtle. a lot of them seem to be like going into the water for things. There's also a fair complement of very much like Talia, uh, just blue-skinned, human-shaped people. Really quickly, I, I've got to ask, are there any turtle people around that looks like a scholar that are still in anything? Because we could be in grave danger if so. Uh, no, but there, there, there is a, a finely manicured human with a shifty, shifty-eyed oh, look shit, about him. Oh shit, we're all gonna die! Uh, no, mostly, mostly uh, those two peoples. There's maybe like every now and then a half giant or a dragon spawn, that kind of thing. But when uh, when you approach, you know, a lot of these people wave to you. Nobody really bothers you in any way. We stopped at this village before. I think it was a nice place to rest and recover. For a value of stopped. For a value of stopped, yes. We got dumped here by a transport spell. Oh. I mean, it was... Mostly reliable. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the destination was more pleasant than it could have been. Oh, hey, I think I saw that guy. Yeah. You probably did. For some reason, I... I just remember seeing that and thinking it's a bad idea to... Yeah, you know, I've never met the guy before, but I got a vague impression that... Is this what he's saying? He was a little off. And this... Looking at my... Looking at our map, the city it appears to be Gamos. Yes. Am I saying it right? Yeah. <laughs> We're in dumbass. 
No, it is uh, Gamas. Oh, G A M A S. I cannot I read that. I just so. misheard that. It is, it, it is Gumass. Gamass. Which is a whole different problem. Well, being on the lake, probably like swamp ass, you know, that's a, a real Louisiana problem. Looking at the compass and looking at the map, uh, would I be able to kind of triangulate where it looks like the compass is pointing me for the blue dot? Uh, it has to be somewhere in the lake or beyond the lake. Okay. It is almost directly south, maybe a little east. A little east, maybe, so... So if it's a little east, it's probably... We'll probably need to find some transport to, to go across the lake and keep an eye on the compass as it goes. Uh, let's let's grab some chow and see if there are any uh, any vessels or anything that would be willing to take us across the lake. Well, I swear I, I do too. a spell that turned me into a dolphin that I still had to come to the surface to breathe, but I could swim like a dolphin. You do. It is contemplation. But I cannot find contemplation, it. contemplation, and it only works in the ocean. Oh, and this is not the ocean? This is not the ocean. This is a lake. It's a caldera. Yep. Essentially a pond, because we're on top of a mountain, and this is a body of water. Although, don't I have something that I can use any of these? No. Mm. Nice try, but no. I think I do. Uh, perhaps... I have land attunement. Doesn't that give me the option? No. No? Perhaps, if you would really, really like to, and you made a compelling argument as to how you accomplished it, you could spend a spell slot, use a ritual... And I believe water breathing is one of your spells. It is. So, maybe think about that. Okay. Or I could just wait till I'm in the water. Or no, we might not fight anything, I guess. Might be able to, uh... Do we want to... Do we want to all be walking across the bottom of the lake? I'd be running across the bottom of the lake. I was going to say, why are we doing that? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking of pushing Shinar into the water before since she's been complaining about all that dust. No. <laughs> no, I've been building a good relationship with Shinara. I won't. So but I'm going to push her in the lake. I, <laughs> I am her uncle, so... <laughs> I, mean, I can push her into the lake. You could toss me into the lake and then... Yeah. Well, uh, actually... Actually, I come to think of it, we could use a bath. So. Yeah. Let's uh, let's see if we can find some uh, facilities. Yeah, yeah, some not necessarily lodgings because we want to keep moving, but uh, it's still pretty early in the day. Probably uh, just before lodgings noon, usually right? have bathhouses. That's yeah. the only reason. See if we can find like a bathhouse or something like that somewhere where we can wash off and kind of refresh ourselves and <coughs> use recoveries. <coughs> What's wrong with the lake? They may not appreciate Elves. us, uh, you know, harassing their fish. Why would you harass a fish? I mean, I don't know. They just get in there and wash. Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with fish? That's their home, though. I mean, I guess. But Hasn't would, stopped me before, but... Most well, of the time, they don't come this close. As long as the water doesn't start getting warmer, we're fine. Um, why would the water get warmer all of a sudden? What are you doing in the water? It wasn't me. Uh-huh. I'm not in the water. I'm just saying, 
if it happened, then we'd pee? be harassing. Did you pee in the water? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, now I see why you want a room. Can't <laughs> can't wash in pee water. I kiss. I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. But I haven't gone yet. Right. Do uh-huh. that. Do that somewhere else. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> she just asked about why we would, how you could harass a fish, and I mentioned that would be harassing. <laughs> At some point, you see, we'll say somebody cooking something, and if you you ask. For to buy some. They say, well, I wouldn't normally, but I suppose you do. And she walks up and kind of, it's one of these turtle people, walks up and pokes Ardeth a little bit with a wooden spoon. It's like, you are a little skinny. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel quite right sending you out without proper nutrition. Oh, no. uh, at which point she heats up another pan and starts starts cooking these uh, these tiny cakes and then hand you each a couple of them. Suna was watching very intently to try to remember how to do it. Mm-hmm. Are there any meat in this? No. Okay. <laughs> it, it is uh, similar in texture to like a crab cake. Okay. But when you uh, when you bite into it it's all vegetables and kelp on the inside. I mean I can eat meat I just really don't like to. Uh, you know it's pretty good. I'd rather hurt living things, not poor, defenseless animals. Do you, happen to, do you happen to know of a place to stay? Oh. Or that we could bathe? Or? Well, you can always use the lake. That's what I said. Agreed. This is something you check with the locals first. I suppose if you were looking for lodging, you could just ask somebody. There's a lot of empty, empty nests around here this time of year. But otherwise, you guys are used to people bathing in the lake? Well, as long as you don't make a mess, sure. Right, so no no warm water. Fish pee in it. <laughs> Galdrian's going to pull out his, his compass and the map and say, uh, if you don't mind, uh, we're actually trying to figure out where this dot on this compass that we have might be referring to. Uh, are you familiar with the areas to the south of here? Um, how far south? Well, the, we aren't certain. Uh, we're going to be heading out onto the lake, most likely, to see if we can find uh, see if we can find a better estimate of the position. We know it's to the south, slightly to the east. It could be in the lake. It could be across the lake. I don't think it's it's past the lake. Yeah. I don't think it's very far to the east at all, if it is in that direction, but... Uh, I suppose once you get into the lake proper, there's a few of the underwater cities, but they're not really inhabitable by your kind. Hmm. Beyond that, well, on, on the southern shore, we don't really go there. Um, most everyone here, if, if they're going somewhere from here, they go... To the southwest, to the the dwarf and and giant lands, or they go east to believe. Well, it is entirely possible we need to go underwater. Uh, this is gonna be fun. Hmm. So, 
I can have us all breathe underwater for five minutes. I think it's going to take longer than five minutes. I mean, that's what I got. Oh. And then again, if she, if the inheritor is underwater, Mariana can't really get to her, can yes. she? We like to think that. Oh yeah. So I do. I do want to remind you, Ray, that ritual caster lets you have effects outside of the normal limits mm-hmm. of the spell. Oh, so it'll last longer than five minutes. That's, I mean, they all say that. Think of a grander effect than just you breathe underwater. So you talked about, for instance, turning people into dolphins. That's not a not a bad use of it. I want to be a mercow. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that thing that was like, what if, uh, what if your father was a minotaur and your mother was a mermaid, but you got the human half of each, so now you're just some guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, if I get turned into a fish, I'm a sea cow now. Manatee! And I'm a monk, so I'm still armed. <laughs> Manatee monk! You're a monkatee? A monkatee. So, underwater monk, underwater kibble. Hey, hey, Galdrian. Yes? Let's test something. Can, can, can you come here with me? <laughs> and I'm going to kind of step in the water to where it's like up to my knees. That's not very far. I think it's. I think it's finally happening. I think Suna has finally uh, fallen prey to my charms. Uh huh. Okay. Shall I, shall I let her down gently since she's so short? Make them <laughs> have far to fall. No. What is it, Suna? What What do you uh, so want to try? Into the water. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to use my ritual casting, and I know I can do up to five allies, but can I do it once on him first? And then do the rest. <laughs> um, well, that be loud? <laughs> Just so we can see. You're going to spend a spell slot either way. Yeah. Show me how good the roll is. Oh, come on. Come on, 20. Gather in a pretty... Fuck. <laughs> five. It's five Plus. total? I don't know. Do I... So, five dice? Plus. No, no. Don't look at that. Five plus your wisdom plus level. So twelve. Okay. Plus any backgrounds you want to apply. Any backgrounds you want to apply. Well, I already used my enchanted force. I don't think my oh my self-taught chef could work because because <laughs> I've had to fish. fish. <laughs> I've had to fish before, so I kind of know how they move and try to catch them and everything. So no, no, damn. Just, <laughs> nice try, but no. <laughs> you can use the enchanted forest. So, but I already, he can't use it right after. I have spell that's uh, during skill, skill challenges. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then my enchanted forest guardian, because I probably had to turn into a fish or something in the river mm-hmm. to catch people. Okay. So what are you turning Galdrian into? A seahorse. <laughs> a giant seahorse? <laughs> <laughs> what? A <new> <laughs> um, All right. So here, uh, here's what's going to happen. Ooh, sea dragon. You guys, you guys watch Galdrian walk about shin deep into the water. Suna bops him on the head with her staff, and he promptly disappears under the water and then does not come back up. But I see him, right? Yes. Suna, what'd you do? Yay, it worked! It worked! What worked? You're next, come on! Excuse me, come what? Come on! You had to spend a spell slot for that. I know. Suna, what did you just do? There is a uh, green and gold and red seahorse zooming around her legs. You know the dead, that... the males, they're the ones who have the babies. 
So maybe. So let's not do that while you're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. So we can we can swim. Okay. We can swim. Shannara says, "I'm I'm just gonna stay up here. Thanks. That that doesn't whatever happened there doesn't seem pleasant." I mean, you don't want to swim in the ocean or in the lake. I don't know what you did to Galdrian, but he's been down there for a couple of minutes now. and I mean, he's kind of pretty still. Oh. All right, everybody into the water, and we can just have a fun surprise, and I'll just grab everybody. Si- <laughs> si- si- Silent struggles the whole time and pops free, and it's like, I don't I don't so much with the swimming. I'm going to say five people. Maybe he could stay here and, you know, right. recover. All right. Uh, Shannara, Shannara, stay with him. Uh, that was the plan. Okay. Shinara, Can I throw in the lake first? Brave and yeah, of course. Sure. Well, I was gonna take a. I'm a seahorse. Take a quick dip. I'm gonna fling her into the, the water. Yep. You you throw Shinara into the water. Mm-hmm. She comes up. I'll says, push Ardith in the water. <laughs> <laughs> says, wait until I tell mom you let some forest witch turn you into a a seahorse. Yeah, like she's gonna be happy with us anyway. I'm just saying. At, at least I'll have that over you. No, Mom. I, I didn't let some weird magic user. And and so... As if we're not going to get enough trouble with, with Galdrian. It occurred to me last minute, I don't know if you'll let me do this, but... Mm-hmm. He can't see the compass without arms. <laughs> can we have a seahorse with arms? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you can, you can, <laughs> last minute change? <laughs> you, can, you can make whatever abomination you would like to make. <laughs> Well, you spent one spell slot on him, and you can affect up to five people, so if you wanted to change him, you could change him. Yeah, I could change me to oh, a okay. person. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, but you could, you could also cling as a, as a, as a siege horse. So would, would you like, since these two seem to be the ones going with you, Brave and Shinar and Silent are going to stay, stay on land, uh, would you like them to assist you in casting this? Yes. Okay, so each of you roll me a d20. Yeah, Galdrian. Gotta have, gotta have... No, not Galdrian. 18. He's like... 13. 13? 18. Alright, so... Rolling for, for uh, seahorse... <laughs> rolling for seahorsiness. I'm not a very good seahorse, so I only got a six. At some point you look down... He's a Gal- seahorse's ass. Galdrian's just floating upside down. <laughs> <laughs> or, or rather, Galdrian is just like doing, doing <laughs> barrel rolls. He has beached himself, like... This, this uh, is not. This is not what. So, uh, uh-huh. dice roll, plus wisdom, plus level, plus background, plus four. So eighteen. If you give me all that. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> just it to you. <laughs> so, uh, Suna thinks about her, perhaps her design failings, <laughs> and. Mm. Uh, boops each of you with her staff, at which point you feel these uh, tinglies in your hands and feet and underneath your ears, at which point you gain uh, fins and gills. Except for Galdrian, who remains a seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll hold my arm and I was testing the water. <laughs> Gonna blow some bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least, uh, moderately sized seahorse when you get a little bit deeper 
Galdrian becomes a Galdrian-sized seahorse. <laughs> a sea stallion. Uh, all of his, his bags and such are still hanging about his person. <laughs> Does he come with a saddle? No. <laughs> Sorry about your loot. But his, uh, his skin now has the color of his armor. I mean, we could... Suna and Arth can ride him. You can do <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's follow the compass. I'll grab the compass. <laughs> Yep. All right, let's start sw- swimming, guys. Glob, glob, glob. <laughs> <laughs> you start swimming as you... Uh... Actually, honestly, with it being a big seahorse, we could probably just grab onto him because he probably swims a whole lot faster than us, like humanoid shapes, right? So we could just give him direction so we can swim faster. And I'll hold his tail. Yeah. And I'll form the head. <laughs> All right. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Deeper. Left. Right. Oh, if I had <laughs> Yep, you guys hang on to Galdrian, who finally gets the hang of it now that he's not, you know, two foot tall. <laughs> and he zooms you quite a ways out into this lake. And there at the, the very bottom, miles away from the shore is these very coral looking buildings jutting up from the the bottom of the lake bed there are all kinds of people just swimming around them there's several turtles as well when you look at the compass you can clearly see it's moving a little bit so you follow it you follow it as you follow it some more there's a, uh, a group of people talking to one another. You can't hear what they're saying, but they're talking. At least their mouths are moving and they seem to be gesturing at each other. And one of them is a, a turtle. As she says something to somebody and then walks away, that dot starts following her. That's the one. And that's where, where we'll cut this episode. Next Beautiful up, tort reform. Oh, oh, that's if if they made a seaweed pie, would it be a turtle tort? <laughs> if if they twisted that pie in half, would it be a torqued turtle port? Tort? Yeah, there we go. I don't have a retort for that. <laughs> that's all I've got. The looks of confusion on these guys' faces, as clearly the laws of the world have been twisted. Hey, I'm good with it. We have a seahorse. <laughs> and a sea cow. Yes, you're a very obnoxiously pretty seahorse. Uh-huh. Are you happy? Go zoom. Let's see, what did I what did I write down for the title? Egg Egg McGuffin. Might have to be obnoxiously pretty seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> Seahorses of the obnoxiously pretty McGuffin and the obnoxiously crazy horse. <laughs> Get them both in there. Uh, I might save Egg McGuffin for something else. I'm trying to think if I had anything else for these guys or use guys at home, but I don't think I do. Insert plug here. <laughs> I'll insert your plug. Wait, no. <laughs> no. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> no, 
just uh, find us at the usual places. Patreon. Twitter, Facebook. Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, two, two tin cans and a string. Smoke signal, yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh, there, there's plenty of smoke signals. Exactly, that's how you know we're around. Yeah. Yeah, the cold air is on fire. Yeah, I'll put all the, uh, all the links in the show notes. Uh, at the risk of repeating myself, I, I would love to hear other people's feedback. Uh, these guys, you know, once the ca- the not the cameras, once the recorder is off, they tell me how bad I am, you know, off, off camera. So yeah, see? Uh, if if you guys want to jump in with that, uh, we'd love to hear from you on Facebook or Gmail or wherever. Do mouth stuff to us. No, no, do mouth stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, do mouth stuff for us, and then maybe we can do mouth stuff for you. Uh, <laughs> We've noticed lots of mouth stuff over a hundred, right? Right? That's a lot of mouth stuff. Some yeah. people like this thing. So thank y'all for your support. We, it really means a lot. Uh, any word of mouth that you can do, any recommendations, really goes a long way for us right now. So even if you can't support our Patreon, plug Patreon. Uh, <laughs> even if you can't support us through that, we will have merch. We but. We as the players, we as the GMs, um, we really appreciate the listens. That's what's really helping us out now. So everything, everything counts. We'll even do mouth stuff for money. <sighs> Technically, we are currently doing mouth stuff for money. Ten of ten would do again. <laughs> on the topic of merch, we do have all of our, our merch out there on Teespring. I'll link that in the show notes. Speaking of feedback, give us suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. They may or may not be ignored, but still, give them suggestions. Well, well. So, so they should kill more. That could be a good suggestion. I was going to say, we'll let you know when we're ignoring you. What? I don't know. I haven't listened to anything Mike said for the last 20 episodes. Agreed. Uh, yes, that's why Brandon talked to him. Yeah. yeah. I've gone on far too long. Uh, these guys want to know what's happening. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you all on the next episode.